With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. What do the most successful growing businesses have in common? They're working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. You ever get the feeling the city walls closing in, the concrete jungle suffocating your soul? You crave wide open spaces, the chance to connect with nature, maybe chase some elk, fish a private stream. Well, listen up. There's a whole world out there, and finding your own piece of it just got easier. Head over to land.com. They've got ranches, forests, mountains, you name it. Search by acreage, location, the kind of hunting or fishing you dream of. Land.com. It's where the adventure begins. This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. San Antonio, we got a problem. The Rockets explode in a very fortuitous way as they begin with a road win, rocking the Spurs. We'll talk about it. Welcome in the beginning of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. The vast Fox Sports Radio Network emanating live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. And the home team's winning at the beginning of the second round of the playoffs. We haven't had all the games yet, but the surprise, the road team, the Rockets, ending that stretch where the Celtics came back against the Wizards on Sunday. They won that game. And the San Antonio Spurs are looking, you figure at home they're going to win at home. And at least send the series back, uh, up, winning the first two games. That's how these these things typically go. But the Rockets, with other ideas, as it was wide open jump shot city for the Houston Rockets, as they dominated the perimeter, twenty two three point shots converted for the Rockets, and it was not one of these games where a team jumps out to a big lead and the other team comes back. That was not the case here. The Rockets were firmly in control. There was never any danger of the San Antonio Spurs coming back. Trevor Ariza, in a balanced attack, had 23 points. James Harden, 20 points, 14 rebounds, although there was a lot of extended garbage time. And Houston, they did not get up to 40 points, but they came close. They were up by 39 points, and they had a 30-point lead in the first 24 minutes 
of this game. All right, so the better story is in the losing locker room. We know that. The better story is in the losing locker room. This was a weak performance by the San Antonio Spurs. But the question is this. The question is very simple here. How concerned should Greg Popovich and the Spurs be? And it's time to pull out very early the patented Maller scale of panic, the Richter scale of panic for the San Antonio Spurs. And judging by their anemic, lackadaisical, and lackluster approach to the beginning of the NBA playoffs series against the Rockets, I'm going to put this at a seven and a half. I'm going to put this panic meter at seven and a half for the San Antonio Spurs. Because you figure the Spurs are going to play better in game two on Wednesday, but they have now provided the ultimate gift, first of all, for the Rockets. And that is the gift of confidence. Right? The gift of confidence for the Houston Rockets. These teams play each other a lot. They're very familiar with each other. And for the Rockets to go into San Antonio, not just win the game, but prance around and parade around like they were playing the Philadelphia 76ers or the Lakers in some random matchup where they just run up the score against a terrible team. The Spurs played like a terrible team. And you have to be concerned. The Spurs will put up a positive front and say, ah, there's only one game and all this, and the Spurs fits. In Pop, we trust. In Tony Parker, we trust and all that. But it was a united front of stinkage, a, a new level of stinkage for the San Antonio Spurs collectively. That looked like a ragtag team that went against the Houston Rockets. The Rockets were, were at a different point, different peak, if you will, uh, in this matchup. But here's Greg Popovich, the uh, curmudgeon of coach. Are, are there any wine bars in San Antonio where Popovich is going to leave big tips? That's, we'll find out about that. But here's Popovich uh, who says, uh, you know, is this going to have a hangover effect? I'm sure Greg's going to say yes. We are very concerned about that, right? I'm going to try to be nice. I'm going to really try. Am I going to worry about carryover, like we'll come and play just as badly again or the guys won't show up? Or uh, Last time I checked, I was a coach, and there's not much that coaches don't worry about, but that won't be one of them, in all honesty. You know what you will worry about? The disappearing man, LaMarcus Aldridge. That'll be someone you worry about, yes? I mean, I would think. If I'm coaching the San Antonio Spurs, I go to the local drugstore, I get some smelling salts, and I put them in the locker of LaMarcus Aldridge. I say, here, LaMarcus, here's your pregame meal before the game on Wednesday. I'd like you to sniff these. While LaMarcus Aldridge was on the court for 25 glorious minutes of uninspired basketball, the Houston Rockets had the kind of performance that you would, it's like playing on a video game mode where you have the cheat code when Aldridge was on the court. The Rockets outscored the Spurs by 36 points. Now, that, that stat is often misleading. And I don't always reference the plus minus stat. I've had a mixed relationship with the plus minus statistic, but it is telling in this particular game because if you watch the game, you don't just have to look at the, the raw numbers there, the old eyeball test of watching. The just general is there something going on there with, with uh, with Aldridge? Is there something we don't know about? Is there a, a relative that is sick or something like that? He played like he thought he should not be on the court. Sluggish, spiritless basketball by Lamarcus Aldridge, and the San Antonio Spurs can pump up Kawhi Leonard, who didn't 
particularly look all that great himself in this particular game. And, and a, a number of other players who I'm sure the Spurs will pump up and say how great all these guys are. But it's fair to say that if LaMarcus Aldridge has checked out and provides a tissue paper-like toughness to the San Antonio Spurs in this series, they are not going to win this series. So the panic level is at 7.5. And, and perimeter defense, you, you would think the, the object here, if you're the Spurs, is to attempt at least – to be aggressive on the perimeter, and you'd rather have the Rockets make some inside shots. Now, you're not typically going to make 22 three-point shots if there's any kind of defensive intensity from the San Antonio Spurs. That is an obscene amount of three-point shots converted uh, by the the Houston Rockets and a record-breaking number. They're going to shoot around 50 again, I would think. It's not like the Spurs or the Rockets stopped shooting three-point shots when they had a 30-point lead. Let's hear from Tony Parker, who did not particularly do much of anything. And there's this, this is general arrogance around the San Antonio Spurs that they think that it's every, everything's great. There's nothing to worry about here. And that's, that's the front they're going to put up. But uh, Tony Parker, you obviously have to be a little concerned. Right? You have to be a little bit worried about this. It's embarrassing on your home court to lose by 27 points. The game was over at halftime. Uh, explain your level of embarrassment. You've got to be embarrassed, yes? It is just one game. What? But at the same time, you what? know, we have to understand, you know, uh, what happened and we'll watch on film. But uh, film. if they shoot the ball like that, <laughs> you know, just have to shake their hands. <laughs> watch film. <laughs> Isn't everything on computers now? You want to watch film? Is that what you're going to do here? Are, we, are the Spurs still using that ed- old technology? <laughs> They're going to pull out the uh, the film reel. And have a sit down, and everyone get around the the film and the the projector. Is that what they're going to do? Come on. All right. Listen, the, the Spurs sucked, and if they play anywhere near that bad in the game on Wednesday, they will lose that game. Also, so this is not that hard. This is not that difficult to figure out. And the the Rockets have to be very encouraged after one game. And I don't care what kind of front the Spurs put up. And I know that's what they have to do, right? You have to say, oh, we're the tough guys, and you can't mess with us. We're the San Antonio bleeping Spurs. Uh, but they certainly look like a hollow team in game one. And you don't expect to sleepwalk through the first game of a playoff series. You usually you come out with some tenacity. That's typically how it goes, right? I mean, and, and even if you don't play well at the beginning of a playoff series, it's usually for the first, like, four or five minutes of the game. It does not typically expand to the long haul, which is what it, it did in this particular game. Uh, it was, it was, woo, wow, man. Well, it was good actually because I got to watch some baseball. I didn't have to watch the second half. So I got to flip over and watch. I was flipping around doing the MLB package. So the bright side is I got to watch some baseball that I would not have watched. I would not have been able to do that if the game had been even mildly competitive. My favorite part of blowouts is the broadcasters desperately trying to – they all go to the same clown college for broadcasters. They all desperately try to keep you to watch. Oh, well, stranger things have happened. Yes, stranger things have happened than a 55-win Rockets team blowing a 30-point lead uh, in 24 minutes. Yes, very strange. Very strange. What are the other strange things that have happened? It's like this constant fishing expedition to try to come up with reasons to keep people to watch. And my argument is always, listen, 
I'm going to go away. You're going to go away. We're both going to go away. And then I'll monitor it. I got uh, social media. And if something interesting happens, if there's some kind of scenario where I feel like the game is closing up, the gap is closing, then I will then heroically come back to your little broadcast and I will watch. In the meantime, no one's watching. Suck it up and deal with it. You have no one watching the game at all. Even the gamblers aren't watching. They're watching some horse race uh, in Australia or something. That's what they're watching. So the Ben Maller Show on Fox, Edmund Dallas, Free Willy Garcia. Oh, Steamboat Willie. I got, we did got you, did you see that picture I sent you? No, I, I did not. You see didn't see the Steamboat Willie picture oh, I sent the, you? Oh, last week? Yeah. yeah, I saw that last week. Well, I haven't seen the, you in a while, so, I mean, you know. Well, I didn't see you. I didn't see nothing going on. No NFL draft or anything. Yeah, how you feeling, man? I'm feeling I recovered. You know, it was very traumatic, as you know, over the weekend. I've recovered from uh, o- overindulgence uh, on the, the birthday weekend. Oh, is that what it yes, was? Yes, yes. You know, I'm on a very strict... Low-carb diet, but went to Lost Wages, Nevada for a couple of days there. Broke the book, by the way, might I add. Uh, three for three on little sports wagering activity. Thank you very much. Uh, and uh, skedaddled out of there. But uh, You went home a winner, huh? A small winner, but a winner. Uh-huh. I would like to thank Fernando Rodney for sucking with his wow. eighth different team. Uh, currently uh, just horrific for the Arizona Diamondbacks. He's garbage. Thank you for that. That was Saturday. And I'd also like to thank the Philadelphia Phillies bullpen for imploding. The Dodgers coming back on Saturday as well. That was nice. So uh, some uh, very fortuitous things working so, out for me. So so much partying was done in Vegas that you could yeah. not come into work. Well, it was a it was a uh, food yesterday. it was a food situation. Food palooza. A very delicate balance. You know the Maller the Maller belly. Is a very delicate belly. I'm a delicate little flower. Uh, exactly. Yes. And yes, exactly. so uh, the, the balance of you know sugars and fats and salts all mixed oh. together in a delicious medley, which uh, were wonderful going into my mouth uh, when they reached my stomach. Well, unfortunately, I uh, needed a you know, little bit of a timeout. So the garlic doesn't do anything to help that situation? No, the garlic is merely to allow my voice... To continue to boom through the powerful microphones of Fox Sports Radio, uh, avoiding laryngitis. And I, I have the last two times I have had a vocal issue, I've been able to overcome that. This was well, not a vocal issue. This was I a, see. a gastric issue. Well, it's wonderful to have you back. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thanks to the, the medical attention that I received, as you know, Eddie, to overcome uh, an illness like that is just, uh, just wonderful. See, Danny is here and the Koopa Loop and the, and the whole gang. Uh, we will take your phone calls, 877-99 on Fox. Cleveland wins easily in their game over Toronto. What do no, you think about the Wizards? No, uh, no content. <laughs> what do I think? I think? You know what I think about the Wizards? I have a friend of mine that had I'd put some bets down for a friend. You know? Yeah, sure. When you go to Vegas, that, that yeah, happens. Yeah. Exactly. Hey, you're going to Vegas. How about and putting this, a little wager down for this me? This dope. Okay. He, he wanted me to make two wagers. And they're two of the stupidest wagers in the world. And I didn't want to make either one of them, but he's a friend of mine. I've known him for a long time. And I said, listen, well, I told him before I put these bets down, why don't you just give me the money? And I, I've seriously considered on both accounts if I, I should, should not have put the bet down, I should have just kept the money as a, you know, just as a kind thing. He, he had me put bets down to win the series on the Toronto Raptors over Cleveland. 
to win that series and the Washington Wizards to beat the Celtics. So I have a ticket I have to give this guy for the Wizards and the Raptors. I told my friend, I said, there is no way in Adam Silver's NBA, he learned from David Stern, there's no way that the NBA will allow a Washington Wizard, Toronto Raptor, Eastern Conference final. It will not happen. It's impossible. There's not enough star power there. This will not happen. So forget it. And so far, two game, one game each uh, for I'm, I'm looking okay. He's not. Yeah, I put the bet in, but it's a stupid bet. Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox eight seven seven nine nine six six three six nine and uh, many say, well, you're not going to address the Clippers. I'll address the Clippers. I don't think I hide against the Clippers. Nothing at all. I will absolutely talk about that. If you want me to talk about that, now my rule is generally it's old news because it happened over the weekend. But if you would like me to engage in that, I have plenty of things to say, plenty of thoughts on that. Uh, so I will certainly consider doing that if that's something you want. I have no problem with that. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weeknights at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. So I was really interrupted. I was in the middle of a really wonderfully put-together Maller monologue, mid-show Maller monologue about the state of the Clippers. And I think I've nailed it so far, but if you just turned on the radio or the podcast and you're just fast-forwarding to this point, uh, uh, the simple thumbnail recap, is that the reaction, the overwhelming joy that many people feel is proof to me that I had some doubts. I was like, well, the Clippers, they didn't go far enough. And I would, I think everyone would admit they have not gone far enough. They should go much further than that. The expectations are higher. But the reaction that people have had here, the schadenfreude, there's no apathy. And that's very important. People have apathy. Like the, the, uh, the Tampa Bay Rays got to the World Series one year in baseball. And they, there was it was a, a fluke situation. There was apathy. People didn't really care about the Tampa Bay Rays getting the World Series. There was no anger. There was no outrage that Tampa Bay got to the World Series. People weren't like upset about it. It happened. The Clippers, though, it's different, and they didn't even get to the NBA Finals. The, the journey's not over yet. The, the second thing here is the reaction. And I, uh, while I did not respond, I did not feed the trolls. I'm very proud of that on social media. The historians of the Lakers in particular have been the loudest. And the reason I feel they've been the loudest here is because they're genuinely annoyed, right? They they would like – I heard multiple people say they would like to see the, the Clipper franchise relocate. They want Steve Ballmer to move the franchise, which is a totally understandable position that you would feel pressure derived from the misfortune uh, of the Lakers coinciding with the Clippers – level of success in recent years. And it's it's not easy. I understand. The, the Lakers have fallen on hard times, and they're a failed franchise. They're a once-great franchise. I'll concede that. That is now a regular in the lottery and is on the brink of losing their next two first-round picks, which is all they have. And it's got to be frustrating. The other team in Los Angeles, they have the star players. They have the players that uh, have an exciting brand of basketball. And this is not a one- or two-year situation. This has been going on uh, for a long time now. The past six years, the Clippers have averaged more fans to their home games at Staples Center than the Lakers. That's not a one- or two-year burp, if you will, or a hiccup. This is a six-year run of more fans at their games uh, at home than the Lakers. So you got to go back to the 2010-2011 season to find a, a Laker team that averaged more home fans than the Clippers. 
So I, I get that everyone's lining up. Doc Rivers is like a human pinata, and everyone gets a turn. It's like at a kid's birthday party now. Everyone's unloading on the Doc Rivers pinata, and he's terrible, and he's horrible. And he might be gone. We'll address that more later. But uh, Chris Paul and Blake Griffin, uh, another popular narrative I've heard in the last couple of days is that uh, these guys are not winners, that they are not winners, and that the Clippers are better off without these guys, that they are a plague on the basketball landscape. Uh, and it, I find it ironic for on two fronts. Uh, the same Laker historians that are promoting this narrative are the ones that told me for the past number of years that the Laker franchise was handicapped because they didn't get Chris Paul. But now I am to believe that Chris Paul's a loser and that the, that the Lakers, I guess, are lucky they didn't get Chris Paul in a trade where they tried to trade a crack addict to get him, and the NBA vetoed that uh, a couple years back. So I, I'm amused that the narrative has now shifted on Chris Paul, that he's terrible, and the the, the NBA, you can't win, you got to get rid of him, he's horrible. And Blake Griffin also, because I promise you that if these guys do both decide to become free agents, don't sign with the Clippers before they become free agents, you and I both know what's going to happen. There is going to be a monsoon of max contract offers. There will be a courtship period from sea to shining sea all over the NBA of general managers and owners flirting and cigar bars, bottles of wine, and you name it, every kind of accoutrement that you can possibly get to seduce both Blake Griffin and Chris Paul to sign on the dotted line. So the idea that somehow these guys must go somewhere else, they cannot win, seems patently wrong considering the level of interest from around the NBA where everyone will be offering uh, max contracts. All right, so the Ben Mather Show on Fox, 877-99 on Fox if you'd like to take part. And let's say hello to Cowboy Tom, who's on Fox Sports Radio. Hello, Cowboy Tom. Turn out the lights. The party's over. More proof. All bad things must come to an end. More proof right here. Right <laughs> yeah, you see that? That's, you know, that's joy. You know, that's not apathy. That's joy right there because the Clippers matter. You know, not only did the Clippers make history five straight years, Chris Paul made history himself because Chris Paul has played in the most playoff games without making it to the conference finals. And what does that mean? That proves he's a loser. Oh, that proves it, really. A loser, and yeah. What, and, and he can't the, make it to the conference finals. And when the Lakers offer Chris Paul a contract, how will you feel about that? They're not going to. He's an old man. He's 32. And you know that for sure, because there are whispers. I know that for sure. There are whispers the that the, the Magic Johnson loves Chris Paul and would yeah. love to bring Chris Paul into a Laker uniform. So yeah, I just want to get this you on know, the record. I want you to say, again, Cowboy Time, right now, for the record – you, and you, know, you feel the same way about Blake Griffin, yes? I, I, just think, want, I want you on think, the record when those guys, either one of them goes to the Lakers, I want you on the record to say right now that you think both these guys are losers. Go ahead. Cowboy Tom. are going to the Lakers. Cowboy Tom, say it right now they're they, both losers. It, it, say it right what? now. Say it. Say it right now. They're neither losers. Say wrong. it. Say they're losers right now, and you don't want either one of them on the oh, Lakers. yeah, they are losers. Say their names. Say their names. Say their names. Say their names right now. You can't say their name. You're a coward. You can't say their names. Exactly. You're a coward. You won't say their names. They never won anything. 
I'm think glad you agree you're a coward. That's right. Yes. You know, and, exactly. and I also think that you're Obama a spineless should get his money back. coward is what you are. I think Obama should get his money back. He got ripped off big time. Yeah, ripped off big time. Clippers. See, he should get yeah. his money back. He oh, let me, he should get his money back and buy the Lakers? Years. Is that what you want to do? Because he's got. Let's see. Years. Steve Ballmer's got twenty. Ballmer's he got. He should get his money back. Ballmer's got twenty-four billion. Genie <laughs> Bus has forty million. Who would you rather have owning your team? Let's see. Who would you rather? Somebody with twenty-four billion, three hundred thirty-three shares of Microsoft, or Genie Bus, who's it's got nothing? Not like a, you know, salary cap or anything. You can go over the salary cap, so it doesn't matter. You can pay the luxury tax, and when you have twenty-four billion, the luxury tax is not a hurdle. So then, how come they haven't bought themselves a championship yet? But they haven't done it yet. That doesn't mean they're not going to do it. And I know you're concerned about that. Ben, I feel like you went to the most annoying voiced Lakers fan there is on purpose. They all sound like this. To me, you, they all sound like Cowboy Tom. The Lakers all sound, must this is really the, matter to you, too, because you opened the show by talking about them three or four times. No, I did not. I started yes, the show by talking about the San Antonio Spurs. You went Spurs. right to the you, I started with the Spurs. You jabbed at the Lakers. The, you jabbed at Kobe. Well, you took three or four <laughs> well, shots right anyone. away. Yes, you did. I just merely responded on the radio. I'm glad you brought that up. I know that's a red <laughs> herring you like to bring up. But I I'm doing up, a red herring. That's I, your entire hour. No, it's right not. Now. I yes, responded it is. on the radio, not on social media. I responded here to the trolls, and and these are all comments. That you didn't I've gotten name anybody. People. You, you would just, you want me to name people? You, I don't give name credits to trolls. Well, why you don't want me you to just give name credits? Pay to trolls? attention to who's with the show right now. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, these are people that listen you're talking to the show. About. We, don't we just all know to... CP3 is great, but he's not going to win anything with the Clippers. Why not? Why would because he, not he doesn't win have help? The, he doesn't he have the, help. He's the only one on the court doing anything. You do realize that there have been injuries plaguing this team year after year. Yeah, because it's a cursed franchise. You believe in going to win anything. You believe in curses. Ben, why that, Why do you give the Clippers a flyer on injuries but no other team ever? I don't give the Clippers a flyer on injuries, but I say, you, are you better yes, off? Yes, you do. Why are you see, bringing the, it up then if it's not a flyer? No, it, it's an explanation is what it is. The, the reason, let me be very but clear. But you don't allow that explanation for any other team that goes through injuries. Let me explain the logic. All right. If you have a beautiful building which has fallen on some hard time, but the foundation is strong and solid, you destroy the entire building and then build it back up from the base, which is what you would recommend. I say no. You redo the building, but you don't tear the whole building apart. That's the difference. The philosophy is different. I've seen the dark side. You're going through it right now. You're living the dark side of the draft lottery. I don't want to be back in that position. And if you keep Blake Griffin and Chris Paul, the Clippers can avoid that, and they can fill the roster out with players that will win. It'd be one of the great success stories in sports if the Chicago Cubs can win the World Series. And earlier in my lifetime, the Boston Red Sox, who could never win, were born losers. If those teams can win, I assure you, it might seem hard to fathom, but the Los Angeles Clippers can also win a championship. And they're not going to get there by getting rid of their two franchise players. That's not how the end game works. The end game on that is year after year of terrible lottery picks and failed suspects is what it is. Yet the Laker fan base is still loyal. You are bringing up those uh, numbers yeah, about six attendance. six years in a row. The Lakers are right underneath the Clippers in attendance. And six years in a row, the Clippers if, have... If the Clippers... That's irrelevant it, to turn, my point. No, it's not. Turn it things around. It's irrelevant. If the Clippers, the Clippers, if the Clippers were fans. 25 and 56, do you think they'd be right under the Lakers in attendance? That's not the point I was bringing up. 
factually speaking, am you're, I wrong you're in that statement? You're making it sound like nobody's going to Laker games. Compared That's to the Clippers, so the Clippers what are drawing they compared to them? They're right years. underneath the Clippers. And you want a cookie for that? Yeah, because are, yes, yes, I do. Because yes. yeah, because your you. your dull fan base would not be showing <laughs> See, up in those numbers if the Clippers were twenty five. I, I would argue that Laker fans are suckers. They think they, they okay. falsely believe yeah. that this. There's, it's called there's, loyalty. Uh, no, it's called stupidity. No, it's called loyalty. You don't. You're not loyal. So you're, you're probably Clippers Danny. will never be anything no, in L. A. No, and you know it. Well, no, it I, bothers I, you no, so I, much. That's me. why you have to constantly talk Lakers basketball. I would argue the point, Dan, I think I'm correct in this, that for six years in a row, people have found the Clippers more compelling to go to their games more than Laker fans, and that if Wrong. Laker fans continue Wrong. to go, nothing is going to change. You know, the, the stadium should be empty. The Dodgers were terrible for a couple of years when they had a bad ownership, and Jeannie Buss has been, you know, the, the Buss family since Dr. Buss passed away has not done a good job. I think you'd agree with me on that. Uh, Dr. Buss was the one that was responsible for this. His children have failed as Lakers owners, but when the the uh, Dodgers had Frank McCord as the owner. When people stopped showing up to Dodger Stadium, that's when baseball stepped in. Laker and fans the are NBA selling needs. out the Laker games. They're just underneath, barely underneath the Clippers' attendance records. But you don't understand. That's so, the point. Yes, the I point, do. The point is the that point, that's a mistake. The, no, that the, the Laker uh, according historian. to you, yes, no, that's Laker fans poorly, being loyal it's and bad, waiting and being patient for it, things to turn uh, around, so and it, they will. Let me. They will. You keep saying that. It's not just well, you, you keep and saying you keep it. saying the Clippers are going to win. Yes. They never They're have. Much closer there's no the evidence that they ever will. <laughs> well, there's no evidence. Give me the some Lakers. evidence. Show me what are the you, 16 show me the titles and there's no evidence. Yes, with Dr. Buss, he's dead. He's yeah. rotted corpses yeah. in the ground. Yeah. He's not coming yeah. back. And Dr. Buss is dead. If, if old, Deal with it. If old uh, owners if they matter that much, then you're screwed forever because you're cursed by Donald no, Sterling. No, see, he's also, for all intents and purposes, dead. He's not allowed in the oh, NBA. But that matters. He's been banned okay, for so life. So that doesn't from the matter, NBA. But, do, but, but the Lakers' old owner does matter. Yes, Come on. Because his children, who don't know what they're doing, are running the team. You see how that works? Okay. Yeah, it's all never right. going to get exactly. turned around. Okay. Exactly. Not with the butt. Now, if somebody comes in that is that, a good owner and buys the team, then maybe. But not under the current circumstances. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. All right, let's get to it. Here we go. Let's do it right now. Yeah. Now, <laughs> Mailer's Mountain of Money. Good Lord, that's a lot of money. Do you have what it takes to get to the top? Probably not. All right, let's do it. It's a metal event. Mallers Mountain of Money, the May edition. Not the May Day edition because it's no longer May Day. But the May edition, nonetheless, let's welcome in our contestants from beautiful Mesa, Arizona. We welcome in Pete in Mesa. Hello, Pete. How you doing, Ben? Pete, if I was any better, Pete, I would be a Raptor, but not a Toronto Raptor because they lost their oak, and that's a bad loss by them. Anyway, uh, Pete, what do you do for a living in Mesa? I do landscaping on a golf course. Yeah, How's that going for you? Not too bad. It's going to get hot soon, so it'll get worse in the summertime, but yeah. good right now. Great right now. Good. All right. Very cool. Hold on a sec, Pete. And Jose is next, and he's going to play. Hello, Jose, in Southern California. Hello, Jose. Hello, Ben and crew. What's going on, man? Just hanging out. All right. What are you Glad to be on. Well, good to have you. What do you do for a living, Jose? I'm a longshoreman. Oh, you're a longshoreman. Very cool. Hmm? That's a, you're, you're way offshore if you're... In Corona. 
It's quite a commute, yeah. but I manage. I got you. I got you. Well, Eddie actually lives right near the docks where you probably yeah, yeah. Your work. You probably drive by Eddie's abode there when you're going, <laughs> when you're going to work. You can wave at Eddie. Uh, all right, very good. And uh, there's Jose, the longshoreman, and Pete. In Mesa, Arizona. Pete, you get to pick first. You can partner up with any one of us on the show. Who would you like to partner up with, Pete? I'll go with Eddie Garcia. All right. Eddie has been selected. Excellent choice. Job by you. And, Jose, who would you like to partner up with? I'd like to partner up with Ben Mallard. Oh, it's a good job by you, Jose. And we will uh, make a mockery of Eddie. Me and you yes, working together. We'll have great synergy here. And when you drive by Eddie's home, you can flip the bird to him because you'll have beaten him. <laughs> uh, yeah. Do it know. in jealousy of having lost. Yeah, wait for the game there, Mallory. All right, here we go. It is the May edition, Category 1, National Teacher's Day, Category 2, Cinco de Mayo, Category 3, Mother's Day, or Category 4, Memorial Day. Mesa Pete, you are on the line first. You get to choose the first category. Uh, let's go with Mother's Day. Oh, what a mama's boy <laughs> for Pete. Uh, all right, what do you want, Jose? Uh, pick uh, Cinco de Mayo. All right, nice. we got that. Okay, that means Eddie is going to be first up with 45 seconds on the clock. Don't forget, Pete and Jose, we need the first and last name of these sports figures. Eddie, you and Pete's category is right. Mother's Day. These, Let's do it, Pete. These athletes have a lot of babies' mamas to get gifts for. 45 seconds on the clock. You ready? Ready. Go. Boxing's greatest of all time. Uh, money, uh, Floyd Mayweather. No, float like a butterfly, sting like a bee. Old school. Muhammad Ali. Yes. Former Bengals wide receiver. He changed his name to his Spanish Chad jersey Johnson. number. Yes. Uh, the Golden Boy out of East L.A. Boxer. Uh, Oscar Hoya. Yes. Uh, former running back for the Rams. Greatest show on turf. Went to San Diego State. Marshall Folk. Yes. Former NBA player for the Sonics, uh, was a big dunker. Yes. For, former NBA player, Grandmama, UNLV. Larry Johnson. Yes. Larry Johnson. Former Jets and Chargers defensive back. He couldn't name his kids' Antonio names. Cromartie. Yes. Oh, nice. Run the table. E Seven Z. seconds left. That Pete. Was a, that was a piece of cake. Oh, what yeah. That was. Delicious cake. Give credit where credit's due. Uh, no credit. I mean, I could, strong, everyone could have done that. Pete, strong. You put the pressure there. On oh, yes. Jose good, and Ben. The household name of good Antonio Camardi. There is yeah. no yeah. pressure Ben and Jose are sweating all. it out right now. No. <laughs> Throw down no. the gauntlet. Well, well, because we don't have that scumbag uh, played last week, El Nino, who, uh, ch- who tanked the game last year. You remember that? Oh, I remember no, that. I remember us uh, you know, just beating you. It was a tank job. You're terrible all right. A lose. classic tank job. Oh, I'm, sure, I'm sure you'll claim that again when you lose this time. <laughs> Jose and Ben are up. Jose, your category Cinco de Mayo. These athletes all wear or wore number five. 45 seconds on the clock. Big Ben, you ready? All right, you ready, Jose? I'm ready. Go. All right, let's do it. All right, star for the Angels. Came over from the Cardinals. Power hitter. Slug, um, slugger for the Angels. Uh, for, former first baseman. Uh, no. Yeah. No right. more. No more Garcia Park. Yeah, no, that's completely wrong. Uh, <laughs> let's move on. Uh, star, former Celtic and Timberwolves. Nicknamed the Big Ticket. Kevin Garnett. That is correct. Uh, Ravens quarterback right now won the Super Bowl back in 2012. Starting quarterback for the Ravens out of uh, Delaware. Jay Flacco. Say it again. First name's di- different. Say the first John, name. John. No, you're still wrong. Keep going. Very close. Jeff. 
right. Uh, former, you're wrong again. You suck at this. A former Eagles quarterback uh, went to the Super Bowl, lost, threw up on the field. Oh. 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 Jose, do you oh. do you ever watch sports? Or you, what's uh, what's yeah, going on I with do, you? You I do. do, all right. You just don't remember much. All right, that's fine. I mean, these. You were looking for Joe. It's Joe Flacco. I mean, who wouldn't know a starting quarterback who's been to the Super Bowl? Those people aren't very well known. I completely understand oh, that. and Albert Pujols at the top. Also right? not a household Albert name. He's, he's not in the major hey, leagues uh, anymore. Hey, Coop, what's the score? Uh, that would be 340 to 20. Yet again, Loop has outdone himself with the selection yes, of blame everyone but yourself. Oh, no, I think that's uh, – no, I'm not – I'm praising Coop. Oh, well, yeah, 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 you're great. I, I, <laughs> uh, I think you're doing a great job, Coop. I think, you know, the job of a producer is to provide uh, two fair contestants, yes, uh, and I think you've done a hell of a job. Pete, doesn't it feel think, good to make Ben yes, so aggravated? Yes, there always has to be a it loser, It absolutely ben. does. That's the thing about these game shows is that somebody is going to lose. I know. It's, it's just it's unfortunate very, that most amazing. often it's you. It's amazing how how competitive these games are. Never. No, Coop, Coop's really good at picking guys. Game shows. Oh, but, when, but when you win, I, it, there's I, no problem in at fact, all. I think the people at Jeopardy are going to steal Coop away because he's so good at picking contestants. I no, think that I Alex it. Trebek's going to hire him because oh, he's such, like a, such a great idea on how to select game show contestants. All right, Jose, I want you to go study up, go read some sports names, and uh, we'll have the conclusion of Mallers Mountain of Money. We'll do that. We'll do it next. Let's well, back to Mallers Mountain of Money. Jose has thrown in the towel. My man Jose said, no moss. I'm out of here. I'm done. I'm. I, I, we we could have kept playing, Jose, but he wanted no more. He's going to go uh, look at Albert Pujols' stats. Well, on... you berated him so much. I'm... No, I was pretty much directing my uh, energy at you. I thought you did a great job picking Jose. That He didn't know who Joe Flacco was or Albert Pujols or Kevin Garnett. He was close on the Flacco thing. Yeah, yeah. I'll give him credit. Absolutely. All right, well, let's Jack, get back to Jim. it. Well, we, have, we have our bench uh, with Jason in Ottawa from the bench. Are you there, Jason? I'm here. All right. Sounds excited, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah. All right, Jason. He, he, knows what, he, knows what, that was terrible. he knows what he's up against. Pinch hitting here. You get to choose either National Teacher's Day or Memorial Day. Uh, I'll go with Memorial Day. Memorial Day. All right. All right. Here we go. Let's do this. Here we go. These sports figures all served in the military. All right, need the first and the last name, 45. That would be the U.S. military, Jason. Yes. Okay. okay. <laughs> Good job pointing that out. <laughs> 40, for clarity. 45 seconds on the clock. You ready, Big Ben? Yeah. And go. All right, number 42 for the Dodgers. His number's retired everywhere. Jackie Robinson. That is correct. The Admiral for the Spurs in the 90s. David Robinson. That is correct. The Wizard of Westwood. UCLA Bruins head coach in the 60s and 70s. Oh, uh, I don't know his name. All no. right, pass. The Say Hey Kid baseball legend for the Giants. Uh, Willie Mays. That is correct. Uh, quarterback for the Cowboys in the 70s. Uh, play, um, play, Roger Staubach. That is accurate. Uh, Cardinal safety in the 90s. Uh, went to military. That is correct. Uh, boxer from the 1950s. Undefeated career. The Broxton Block. Bam, that's right. Let's go back uh, to the Wizard of Westwood. Uh, uh, UCLA no idea, coach. Uh, let's see here. Uh, the guy would sell the records. I don't know. You see fried chicken down the street <laughs> when he was 95 years old, and uh, yeah, we saw him at some restaurants around here before oh, he passed. Uh, nice. I John, saw him too. You were yeah. looking for John Wood in there. Yeah, John Wood. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. The great thing about living to be 95 or so is that you can eat whatever you want. There's no long-term health uh, detractors when you're that old. All right. What, right on. What's well, the score, Coop? The unfortunate news is even with that strong showing. 
the total score that you have is 330, which is yeah. below the you see, table running. But, 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 Coop, you see what happens when you get a good contestant on, two good contestants, you get a competitive game. That's a lesson If I would have put Jason on, you would have complained that I put him on the people that play the games too much. So. Well, no, I mean, it's a lesson, though, that you should put people on that are competitive. Yeah, 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 yeah. Pete, congratulations. You have won a golden ticket, my friend. All right, so there you go. I've got a golden ticket. I've got a golden ticket. At some point, Coop will put the guys on that will have two competitive contestants. I, I still think we need to change this game to Garcia's Mountain of Money because clearly I'm much better at this game than you. I would agree that you, uh, you and Coop have been very good at this, have been able to rig it where there's one com- competent contestant and you seem to be matched up with that person and then the other contestant, which sucks, gets matched up with me. And I, I know this is fun for you guys. You enjoy it. And that's well, I love beating you in these games, yes. I know you do. But you're not really beating me. It's, no, no, it, I really am. <laughs> really the, am a the lot. Guy, the guy didn't know. He, he lives in Southern California and couldn't give us Albert Pujols' name. You think that's a legit win? No, it's not. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weeknights at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Right now, though, we say hello to Dick in Dayton, who's on Fox Sports Radio. Hello, Dick. How are you? Top of the morning to you, Dick and Dayton. Top of the morning. Oh, Ben, yeah. I'm telling you, those Bye. Cavaliers, I don't think they can be stopped. Yeah. Well, uh, not until the finals. They're good for now, right? They look yeah, really... They're good for now, yeah. but it's just, boy, they just keep going with that LeBron and Kyrie. Yeah. Wow. Did you watch the game last night? Well, you know, I, I had band, and I had uh, – I listened to it with Jim and uh, – uh, John, John, know, Jimmy, John, coming home. Who? You know, the Jimmies and, and Johnnies, and uh, yeah, I got you. I understand. I understand. Uh, uh, I, so you I'm, heard a little I'm bit. And you know, yeah. one thing we can think. I think the Browns got some darn good draft picks, Ben and Eddie. You do. You're excited about the Browns draft. Okay. Did you watch the draft? Yes, I did. You did watch the draft. All right. And and the... I like the guy from Notre Dame. I really think he's going to be there, you know. To, oh, Deshaun to Kaiser is his name, right? Oh, yeah, John yeah. Kaiser was. It, it, it's great. Yeah. You, you Now you approve of, of Kaiser. What about the first pick? I liked it. What's his name again? The guy with Myrus the... Garrett, wasn't it? Yeah, something like that, yeah. yeah. All right, so he was the first. Just as long as you're close, that's all we care about. And he's a defensive end, and he, he'll be, you'll be pulling for him. Now, do you think he'll hire the Kettering Banjo Society? You never know. Could happen, you never right? Know. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So you what there it is. There's the Kettering Banjo Society. And and you've got a gig coming up. Is that accurate? Yes. Yeah, where's it at again? The Clifton Opera House. Everyone go down to the Clifton Opera House and say hi to our friend Dick and Dayton. All the Maller militia need to go down there and give Dick and Dayton and all the guys in the Kettering Banjo Society uh, some love. Are there any women in the Kettering Banjo Society? Yeah, there was. Uh, we have one of the top singers. She she yeah. graduated from uh, Indiana. She's she does a lot of Patsy Cline. Sure. And then we've got uh, uh, ukulele player. She's uh, just came back from Florida. Her husband and her play sort of in a bluegrass group. And I just wanted to tell you, Ben, I found another little group. It, it uh, they called me on the radio, and uh, it's sort of bluegrass and country and. Uh, a lot of people knew me there, and I got up and sang. Ben. Oh, you did! Oh, that's good. We want you to sing for us, though. We need you to sing for us. You know. Oh, really? Yeah. 
Not you know, dude. How about play the Jack to that mail train comes back? Rolling my sweet baby's arms, I said. Rolling my sweet baby's arms, oh yeah. Rolling my sweet baby's arms, lay around the shack till the melodies come back. Rolling my sweet baby's arms to Ben Mowler and Eddie and the listening audience of Fox Sports. Oh, yeah. Who cares about you guys? It's all about me and Eddie. All right, great job by you, Dick and Dayton. We'll play that for the next 20 years. Congratulations. All right. Yeah, have a great day, Ben. All right, bye-bye. You too. There he goes. Uh, I want to be just like Dick and Dayton. I do. I want to go through life with the joy and the love that Dick and Dayton has. I think that wouldn't life be more fun like that? You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. If you're committed to living a healthier life, you might want to look into working herbs into your wellness routine. There's a reason people have trusted them for thousands of years. Nature's Way understands that nature is the ultimate problem solver, and they're constantly inspired by the power of nature. For example, their ginger root and slippery elm bark have been traditionally used for digestive support. And St. John's wort, holy basil, and ashwagandha can provide mood and stress support. And because Nature's Way sources from around the world and does a ton of comprehensive potency and quality testing in their state-of-the-art lab, you can be sure you're getting top-quality herbs. To learn more, visit naturesway.com. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. You ever get that feeling like the concrete jungles closing in? You crave wide open spaces, the chance to chase your own dinner, or just breathe clean air. Well, listen up. There's a whole world out there waiting, and finding your piece of it just got easier. Head over to land.com. They've got ranches, forests, mountains, you name it. Search by acreage, price, location. They've got it all. No matter what kind of wild dream you're chasing, land.com can help you find the ground to make it a reality. So quit dreaming. Head over to land.com, find your open space, and get out there. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 at The Home Depot. How doers get more done.